Good evening, everyone. Today is a special day. It's Parashas Re'eh. And um, this week is Shabbos Mavarch and Elul. Next week, over the next few weeks, we're going to, um, Thursday night, we're going to complete the Geras HaTshuva that we began last year. Um, we learned the first five and a half chapters last year before, in Elul. In Mezer Shem, next week, Thursday night, we're going to continue the Geras HaTshuva to complete it, uh, which is in Tanya. But to this week, being that it's Shabbos Mavarch, excuse me, Shabbos Mavarch and Elul, uh, we're going to do we're going to do a mimer about the month of Elul, about the specialty of the month of Elul. Now we learned this mimer already a few years ago. Um, just give me one second here. We learned this mimer already a few years ago. Um, I'm not doing the mimer. I'm going to do the beer on the mimer. That we haven't learned yet. So Be'ezus Hashem, it's exciting. We're going to learn it. Give me just one second. Okay. There's two memorim in Lakute Torah on the month of Elul. Two memorim, two discourses. One of them is the famous discourse about the king in the field. And that is two memorim that begin with Anila Doidi Vedoidili. They are both in Parshas Re'eh. And um, so the first one is the more famous one, the famous marshal of the Yalta Rebbe that today has become already so known in the world about the king in the field. And over here, um, there is a second mimer. Um, the emphasis in this mimer is different than the emphasis in the first mimer. As you can see from the heading, see, again, we're going to learn today, not the mimer, I'm sorry, we're going to learn the explanation of the mimer. Um, but the mimer itself begins, you don't have the copies of those, Ani Ledoidi Vedoidi this is on page Lamed Gimel, Ahmed Aleph, of Lakuti Torah. I am to my beloved, and my beloved is to me, is the acronym of the month of Elul. And it concludes the words, Aroya Besheshanim, the one who um, shepherds amongst the roses, the one who is nurturing his flock by the roses. Aroya Besheshanim. The mimer before that, the first mimer of Lakuti Torah, one page before that in Lamed Beis, Ahmed Aleph, begins with the words, it's interesting how they both mamish begin page away at the same part in the Kutitayra. They're like sitting one on top of the other. Mamish, even, even the place where they start is both one on top of the other. The first, Ani Ledoi doesn't have the end of the Pasuk. Just Ani Ledoi it doesn't speak about Haroya B'Sheshanim. And only the second mimer talks about shepherding amongst the roses. And that's the difference between the two mimarim. The first mimer is coming to explain primarily the idea that the that ani ledoidi is that the avoid of the month of Elul is that we need to come to our Creator. The king is out in the field, yes, but the king is waiting. We need to make an approach. He's accessible. Everybody can come, step up, come meet the king. The emphasis, as the Rebbe explains this, the emphasis of the first mimer on Lakuti Torah, the presence of the melech in the field. But now the main thing is your avayda. Step up, come greet the king, approach the king. And access is given in a manner that is not given all year long. 
The second mimer is going to emphasize more the Nesinas Koyach, the Ebishter is giving us not only an ability to come to him, but him giving us the, the, the strength, in, in a sense, in a very hidden way, giving us the power and the inspiration to be able to come close to him. Because even though it's us needing to make the move, yet we're given an, an empowerment from above, and that empowerment is the fact that, the, that Hashem is shepherding us amongst the roses. The roses is a special nutrition. Hashem gives us roses. All year long, the Abishter feeds us with grass. As we say in the Shema, V'nasati Esav B'satcha, Levemtacha. Hashem gives us grass during the year. And that's the divine nutrition that enables us to serve Hashem throughout the year. But in the month of Elul, the Abishter, our, 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 our nutrition, our spiritual nutrition is not from grass. In the month of Elul, our souls need roses. And we eat the roses. And that's how we have the special koyach to do tshuva. The difference, the primary difference is all year, all year long, the service that we need strength for, all, all year long, the service that we need that the Abishtar has to empower us for is to serve Hashem through the learning of Torah and doing mitzvahs. We can't do it on our own. Hashem has to give us power to that. That empowerment we get, the empowerment to learn Torah and to do mitzvahs comes from Hashem giving us grass. Hashem gives us grass. Esav b'sadcha. And that gives us the ability to rectify the world. Primarily, the beginning of the rectification of the world is levahemtacha, fixing our animal soul. A very important idea in the Mimer is that the, our general avoda does not really evolve a rectification of our godly soul. Because our godly soul doesn't need any tikkun. Our neshama comes into the world and its primary objective is to fix the animal soul. The animal soul, the dark side, the klipa part that's inside of us, that needs rectification. Our own behema, we have to fix. And in Kabbalistic terminology that we're going to learn today, also the supreme behema called the Shem Ban, the name of 52, which is the name of the, the name of 52, which is the name of the shattered vessels of this world. All the, broken, all the brokenness that there is in creation that needs fixing is related to the Shem Ban, the name of 52, which is Gematria Behema. 52 is Gematria Behema. So basically, in our, in our Avodah during the year, our Avodah is to fix, to repair the world, to, refix, to fix the Behema. So the Abishter gives us energy and ability to do so. He, gives us, he has to feed us. Benasati Asev, I give you grass, Bisatcha in the field. The field is our shorish of our neshama called Malchus, Chakal Tapuchin Kadishin, the supernal apple orchard. The Abishta puts grass over there, Levhem so that we should have the Koyach to be able to rectify our own behema and the greater world at large, the Shem Ban, which is the 
the, the, the element of everything in this world that needs fixing. It's all fixed through, and the kayak to do that is through the asev, the grass that the Abishter gives us. That's all year long. But in the month of Elul, over here, we need to rectify, not the world, we need to rectify Torah mitzvahs. See, all year long, Torah mitzvahs rectify the world. Hashem gives us Torah mitzvahs, and through Torah mitzvahs, we rectify and fix the world. But what happens if we blemish the Torah, and we blemished the mitzvahs itself by, by not doing them correctly, and definitely by violating them and transgressing them. So we cause a blemish in the very tools that the Eberster gave us, our very tool blocks, our very tool and instruments, they get room. They need to be fixed. In order to fix the Torah and mitzvahs itself, that, you can't do that with Torah and mitzvahs. You can only do that with tshuva. Tshuva fixes the Torah and mitzvahs, and once our Torah and mitzvahs is fixed, we can fix the world with it. So in the month of El, we need to do tshuva. But we need empowerment to do tshuva. For that, we need food. Hashem has to empower us. The food that He gives us are the roses, the rose petals, the petals of the roses. We eat them the entire month of El, and that's a special nutrition that we have in the month of El that we don't have all year long, empowering us to do the avodah of El, which is true. What is these rose petals? The rose petals are the 13 attributes of mercy, which are the Abishter's empowerment for us to do tshuva and to re rehabilitate our souls so that we can fix, go back and fixing the body. Go back and get, getting back to our work. We have a work to do. We have to fix the body, fix the world. And we, but we can't do that if we ourselves are injured. So during the month of El, we heal from our injuries from, Rosh from Elul until after Yom Kippur, 40 days of healing, through the third, 13 attributes of mercy that are very powerful and strong in those days. That's the toichen, the synopsis of the mimer. Whoever wants to stay for the rest can... Uh, <laughs> that's that's a, a... Now we're going to repeat it as we learn inside. Okay. We begin with beer inyan. So again, whenever there's a beer, whenever the Alter Rebbe has a mimer and then he has a beer, the beer is always more Kabbalistic. He explains the inyanim, the ideas, that he, that, he, that, he, that, he, that he delivered in Hasidus, and he explains them more based on their spiritual Kabbalistic um, under, under pinnings or whatever you want to call them, foundations. Okay. To understand what Chazal say, so in the Maimer of Ani Ledoidi, this is on page 66 on the Kutitayr. The explanation of what Chazal say. Talmud Gadol, Oymaisa Gadol. In the mimer that the Alter Rebbe said, in the, in the Anila Doidi mimer, in the Anila Doidi mimer that the Alter Rebbe gave, again, and this is an explanation on it, he's developing what we accomplish through Torah and mitzvahs. So in order to, and then he says, that's what we do all year long. But then, if we blemish that, we need to fix it. So in order to understand what we accomplish through Torah and mitzvahs, he, he, he examines each one separately, Torah and mitzvahs, and why together, it's only together that we can complete our mission. 
only with the Torah and with the mitzvahs. To appreciate each one, he brings what Chazal have an argument that the sages argued which one is greater. Is mitzvah action, mitz, deeds of mitzvahs, activity of mitzvah greater, or is it greater to study Torah? Which one is greater? And um, the sages had this debate. So if the sages are debating it, the Alter Rebbe is first going to explain each, each opinion individually. There's an opinion that Talmud is Gadol, Torah is greater. He's going to explain why Torah is greater. There is an opinion that says Maisa Gadol, mitzvah observance is greater. He's going to explain why mitzvah is greater, the Maila of Maisa. A certain quality over the deed of a mitzvah over all the Torah study. Then the sages come to a conclusion by saying like this, Torah study is greater because it leads to mitzvah observance. Which according to Hasidus that we learned other times, this is not siding with the Torah is greater. It's not siding with the side that mitzvah is greater. Because the one that said Torah is greater is not because it leads to mitzvahs. The one that said that Torah is greater is because he believes that Torah is greater. The one that says mitzvah is greater is because he believes mitzvah because of their essential quality is greater. Eventually, the Talmud's conclusion is Torah is greater. But why is Torah greater? Because mitzvahs are greater. And Torah is the only way to be able to get to mitzvahs. So that's a third opinion. And that's the one we follow. Okay? What, and this is all necessary to appreciate what we accomplish through Torah and mitzvahs. Chazal have a debate, a question. Talmud Gadol, is Torah, Torah study greater? Or is the act of a mitzvah greater? And they came to the conclusion, Gadol Talmud, Talmud is greater. It brings to, to, because like this, if a person is just devoted to action, just to mitzvah observance, and they say, you know what? I only have one life to live. I might as well accumulate so much mitzvahs and I'm not going to have, I don't have time to waste in Torah study. It's all good and nice, but you're not going to end up doing too many mitzvahs because you need the Torah to inspire you to do mitzvahs and to guide you on how to do the mitzvahs. Or even if you do them, you're not going to do them accurately, correctly. So you need to learn Torah, the Talmud God, it brings to deed. So now he's going to first explain the, the, the opinion that says mitzvahs are greater. In a ha mitzvahs, the quality of mitzvah, he's going to explain that mitzvah is greater because of two things. Mitzvah is greater because it fixes the world, more than Torah fixes the world. Mitzvah is greater because mitzvah is the, the repair that fixes the creation, number one. In other words, mitzvahs are greater because of what they accomplish down here in the world. And then he's also going to explain how mitzvahs are greater because they originate in a higher source. So they're greater because of two reasons. Number one, they affect in a lower place. They have an impact in a lower place. Number two, they originate in a higher place. As the rule usually is, something that goes down lower originates in a higher place. The deed of a mitzvah is the rectification of noga. In other words, the, when you do a mitzvah, the, the effect of it is that you brought a birur, you brought a certain cleansing or purification in Noga. What's Noga? Noga's klipa. We know that there is, there is holiness, and then there is a realm of shells that block an obscure godliness that's the unholy. There are certain blockages that are such extreme and dark and opaque blockages where we can't fix it, and that just needs to be peeled away, destroyed, and eradicated. Can't 
can't fix it, can't elevate it, just destruction. And then, for instance, you know, like in the world today, you have like the Hamas, you have the ISIS, you have these guys. There's nothing to repair there. These people are such, they're so, you're going to sit down and try to educate and change their minds. Can't do that. They need to be eradicated, need to be destroyed. But then, then there are the parts of the world that are, you know, that, are, that, are, that we need to convince that a good, a good, um, a good uh, what do you call it? Not PR, a good... Um, no, I'm talking about when you, when you get out on the, on, on, the, on the news and you... A good... Um, Huh? Yeah, a spokesperson, and like, what, what is it called when you're like, mm, what is that? No, it's called, um, okay, 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 one second. <laughs> Explanation, what is it called? Someone has a word for it, when, when you go out and you, no. No, no, I'm looking for a simple word that's called um, the, 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 there's the physical war and there is the, the war on the minds. The, a, what's the word? I'm, I need that word. No, not a debate. Theological. The, oi, oi, oi. What? Propaganda. Not the, not, I want to say not propaganda. Propaganda is, is when, you're taking, when, you're, when you're sending lies. But um, the... The education, when you educate people for something, you, um, no, okay, it really bothers me, but now I must find it. Um, they keep on saying, this is what they keep on saying, they say the physical war, they're winning the Israeli, the Israeli army, but the other war they're losing. The lose the, of public, public opinion, but that's PR. No, the war, okay, forget it. Um, Al Kaponim, so there are people that are mixed, that are people that you can, you, can, you, you can influence them. You can move them from one side, move them to the other side, because they're still in the no-ga place. It's a matter of who's going to influence them, who's going to get to them first. That's the realm of no-ga. No-ga can go this way, it can go this way. It, depends, it needs education. If you're not going to educate them, others are going to educate them the wrong way. That's a mount. So our avoda in the world is, our primary mitzvahs, what does mitzvahs do? Mitzvahs bring about a purification in the noga element. In those elements in the world that are kosher, there's a big part of the world that's kosher, and the kosher part of the world can be misused. It can be used in a manner of klipa. It can be used in a way that is anti, that is not, not displaying, it's not serving its purpose, or you can use it for good things. For instance, he gives an example. That's what mitzvahs do. Mitzvahs take something that is potentially... Um, potentially can be used in a very ungodly, in a very unholy way, and you use it for Kedusha. And by doing that, what happens? You're, you're extracting the potential good that's in it, actualizing that goodness, and rejecting its, 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 uh, the, the unholiness that was on it before, which, which allowed it to lend itself to, to be used for a unholy thing. The world is mixed good and bad. Kigoy gives an example. Achila eating. Just a simple thing of eating. There is a type of eating that can be the eating of a glutton um, and a drunkard. So that kind of eating is a very, is a very it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's an ungodly form of eating. 
V'yesh shehu shal mitzvah. And then there is a holy form of eating, where it's a, where it's a mitzvah, a mitzvah dig of food. Kegon achilas kachim. Imagine what kind of sensitivity and what kind of purity was the priest, the Kohen, when he was eating the sacrificial meat. In a pure holiness, the food led him to a deeper connection to God, a very deep connection. Or Kemaisuda Shabbos, the food of Shabbos. It's a refined, it's a refined food and a refined kind of eating. Vaha mitzvah, so in general, so what, 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 is, what is he trying to say with that? That eating is something that can be eaten in a way that is conceals and blocks holiness and godliness, or eating can be a very pure and, and, and godly experience. So it can go this way. So you'll say, is eating good or bad? Depends how you eat. So that's what mitzvahs do. Mitzvahs bring a separation. It takes the things in this world that could have gone and could have gone left, and it moves it to the right side. It comes to engage, it comes to fix a physical object. And what, what does it mean when something is fixed? When something is fixed means the thing is, subsur- is, is revealing the MS. The MS is the Ebishter, the MS is Alakuz, the MS is that God created it. So when the object is in submission to God, when it's in a state of Bittal, Bittal is Kedusha. That's the goodness of something. Something is good when it is bottle. Something is bad when it's not bottle. So when you take an object, li es When you bring it to a state of bitl. Ki hashvira. So he says, why? Because why do things need to be fixed? They need to be fixed because they're broken. What's the, what is the consequence of the broken element in, in creation? What is the, ex, ex, what is the, what is the, um, the 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 shvira, what is the breakage that is within the universe is that things are not in a state of bittal. Things are full of false sense of self, false ego. Everything in the world since has this sense that it has an existence that is not coming from God and not here to serve Hashem's interest. That comes because things were broken. Ki samach because the shattering was in the name of Samach Gimel, which is mystically the name Samach Gimel, is the name of the energy of the world of Tohu. So how did things become the way they are now? How is the world a world? How is life? If everything really emanates from God, if God is the source of all of creation and all of existence and everything is but an expression of Him, how do you have things that are so divorced and so separated from their MS? Why is it that the natural thing for this cup of water is to be is to be drunk is for me to, someone to drink it without any awareness that this has anything to do with God. How is that possible? If Hashem is its reality, and the answer is because when the Abishta created the world, he 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 he, he unpurposely caused a shattering, a breaking of things, so things should become all disconnected, and that shattering is in the world of Tayu, which we learned many times about, and the world of Tayu. Mist Kabbalistically is related with the name of God called the name Samach Gimel, the name of 63. The Yudke Vavke, God's name, has many gematrias. The simple gematria of the Yudke Vavke is 26. But when you fill the Yudke Vavkes with fillings, for instance, the Yud is Yud Vav Dalit, and the Hey, right, or Vav, Vav Alev Vav, or Vav Vav, when you fill it with insides, then you have different gematrias. Depends what you fill it with. So it can be filled with four fillings. 
One type of filling gives you the name Ayin Beis, the name 72. The other type of filling, the gematria is Samach Gimel. The other filling is the gematria of 52 Ban. And the other filling is the, 50, is the, is the gematria of 45, Shem Ma. So it's, it's Av, Ayin Beis, Samach Gimel, Ma and Ban, or Ban and Ma. All coming from the Yud Kevavke. Depending on what you're putting inside the hay. If the hay is hay hay, or the hay is hay aleph, or the hay is hay yud. Hay is what are, what's the inside of the hay? That will determine different gematrias. So in general, there's four, four, four names of the Abishter. Each of these names represent various, it's Kabbalistic, it's reality. It represents, no, you don't have an ayin in it. The, the number ends up being 72. I'll give you an example. If Yud is Yud Vav Dalet, let's take a 72. How do you get 72? Yud is Yud Vav Dalet. Yud Vav Dalet is 20, because Yud is 10, Vav and Dalet is another 10. It's 20. Hey, if you fill it with Yuds, it's Hey Yud is 15. Hey Yud. Hey. There's a Yud in the end. A hidden Yud. Hey Yud, Hey Yud. Hey Yud and Hey Yud is 15, and 15 is 30. 30 plus 20? 50. Good. Now the Vav. In this name, is spelled not Vav, it's spelled Viv. Vav Yud Vav. Why? How can you do that? I don't know. But that's just the way it is. The Vav can be Vav Yud Vav. If Vav is Vav Yud Vav, it's, it's 22. Vav and Vav is... is so, so 50 plus 22, 72. That's the shame I am base. That's how you get the name I am base. If you change, along the, change the inside, then it's not going to be shame I am base. Then it's going to be shame Samach Gimel 63 or 52. Now these names are not just when we're playing around with God's name. It's each one, each name, a name of Hashem means a manifestation. How God is manifesting His energy. So in the world of Tayu, when God initially emanated His light and He made these very small vessels and very intense energy, which brought about a Shveris HaKelim, that state, that manifestation was in the name 63. The name 63 is Samach Gimel. If you rearrange the letters, it becomes Gas. Gas means ego. Gas means thickness, dense. It's, and we know that there was a lack of humility in that world. In the, most, in the most inexplicable way. In the divine attributes. You're talking about godly attributes. You're talking about way before creation. But in the divine attributes, there's a lack of humility. The attributes were not getting along with each other. Each one felt that he has to be the ruler. I know Emlech, I want to be the ruler. The Chesed and the Gevura were not tolerating each other because they were lacking humility because they were gas. There was a certain gasness, like you say, gasaruach. Someone who is arrogant and doesn't want to budge. That's a gas. So there is a gas. The Shem Samach Gimel was where the energy was so intense, the vessels couldn't handle it, they shattered. Once it fell, what happened with these little sparks that fell from the world of Tayu? Since the origins of the energy over there is that it was gas, so what kind of energy does materialize later when it falls down into the world? What happens to it? It becomes full of ego. And that's why it's lacking bittel. The Shviris HaKelem translates into a world of egotistical beings that are full of themselves instead of surrender to Hashem. That's the, and th so that is the what? That's the ego. Now what is our Avedah? Our Avaida is in, to introduce Bittel into these fallen shards from Oilam In the Kabbalistic terminology the Alter Rebbe is going to use now, he says like this, the Shvira, the energy initially before it broke, is in Shem Samach Gimel. 
Then it shattered. It fell down. The fallen pieces, before they're rectified, when they fall down in this world, for coming, falling into klipas noga, becoming real klipa, becoming real anti-godly, then they're associated with the name of 52. Because 52 is gematria behema. What's the nature of behema? The nature of a behema is that a behema knows only of itself. Behema ain't lo das. A behema doesn't have das. These fallen shards, they don't know their creator. So that's why they're associated with the name of God. It's the name of Hashem that is lacking the das. And therefore it gives space and it gives it room for a creature to feel itself to the point that it doesn't know of Hashem. And that's Shem Ban. Shem Ban is the source of all elements of this world that need tikkun. That needs a tikkun. How do you do the tikkun? You bring bittel into the shame ban. How do you bring bittel? You have to bring das. You bring das into the behemoth. You educate the behemoth. You educate the world. You educate your nefesh of Bahamas. You educate. You bring the das. What's the das? The das gives you the insight that the, that the abishter is really your power. And that you're not successful because I think I'm successful because I'm so smart. I know ki hua nerisen kayach las is The Ebishter gives me kayach to make a living. Every dollar, every cent, every nickel that I own, it's because Hashem gave it to me. Not only that, my every breath, my every my very existence, my very life, everything that I, everything that I am is only because the Ebishter is mahave machayami. So it brings me to a bittel. That bittel is related to shame ma. Ma means the opposite of ban. Ban is behema. Behema is yeshus. It's full of self. Ma means like Moshe Rabbeinu, Vanachnu Ma, I am what? Bittel. So when you take the Ma and you introduce it into the Ban, what happens? You elevate the sparks, the fallen shards, the fallen pieces, and you fix it. When you fix it, where do you fix it? You bring it back up to Shem Samach Gimel, from where it fell. So what's really happening, let's say the interplay of the three names. Samach Gimel was the initial place that has fallen. It fell down into Ban, now you will take, you apply the element of tikkun. Tikkun is the shame ma. What's tikkun? Tikkun is a world that is not impacted by the shvira sakelem. A world that is in a state of bittel. A world that's in, in an egoless state, atzilus. Atzilus is the world of ma. It's the world of bittel. All, all, all attributes of atzilus are totally unified with Hashem. And that's why they're also totally integrated one with each other. They get along perfectly with each other because they're totally humble. And therefore, when you're able to capture the ma and apply it where? Into the ban, what happens? Then, you elevate the ban, you elevate the behemoth. Where do you elevate it to? You elevate it back to Samach Gimel. Now, Shem Ma, just for one more, one more interesting idea. Shem Ma is, and that's man, whose job is to fix the world? Whose job is to fix the behemoth? Who trains an animal? You know, when you listen to the news, they have the doggy trainer. They always talk about him. That you can have your, yeah. Okay, yeah, but now Samach Gimel is also in a state that it can handle it. That's, that's yeah, you're right. You're just saying, you put it back to Samach Gimel, it's going to fall back and down again. Like, uh, technically, okay. So the, it's a blend with Ma and Samach Gimel, so it's able to handle it. It has the bitl, the Samach. As you gain, the, the, the mile of Samach Gimel is that it's intense. The energy is very intense. You get back to the intense energy, but you don't have the arrogance because the bittel was already introduced into it. And as a result of that, the kalim can tolerate each other. That's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So now, who fixes the behemoth? 
Well, you, the only the ones who can fix a train an animal is a human. Adam, man, fixes the behema. Adam of behema to Shia Hashem, right? The, 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 the Adam fixes the animal. Adam is gematria ma. Aleph, Dalit, Mem is gematria 45. So the name of 45 is human consciousness. Human consciousness really means who's called Adam? Our neshama. Soul consciousness. Our neshama is battle. That's what the Alter Deb is explaining in the Mimer. The neshama doesn't need tikkun. The neshama comes from a world in which it knows God perfectly. The neshama is egoless. The neshama is battle to the Abish to betachlis abitl. mamish. Our neshama doesn't need repair. Our neshama comes down into this world where this world is full of the debris of the shattered world of Tayyum. All the pieces of Samach Gimel. Behema. All the ban. All the ban element. All the behema element. Beginning with our own Nefesh Bahamas And our own body. You have to activate the human inside of you. How do you activate the human outside of you? Through prayer and davening. Through learning Hasidis. Through meditating on godliness. Then you come to an expansion. You expand the consciousness of your godly soul. And then you try to introduce it into all the moments of the day. In which you're living your animal life. You're living the life of an animal, the life of the body. But you try to do it like a human being, with an awareness of God, with a powerful awareness of Hashem. You try to make that everything thing you're going to do during the day should be purposeful, not just because I feel like it or I want it, but I'm doing it because the Eibishter, this has a purpose. And then I'm collecting the sparks of Bam, and I'm integrating it into Ma. ma and when I'm doing that, I'm elevating it back up to Samach Gimel. Once it's elevated up, then Bam is higher than Ma. Ma is the fixer. Ban is the one that is being fixed. But once Ban is fixed, it goes back to its source in which it's higher than the one that was fixing it. Who was fixing it? Ma was fixing it. But Ban in its, in its source in Samach Gimel is higher. Why? Because just one, one more idea that we need in order to understand this good. And that is that the reason why the, the world of Tayu shattered, as we, said, as we said earlier, was because the energy was too intense. So what did the Eberster do after the shattering of the vessels? He, dr- he dr- dramatically and, 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 and drastically, he drastically reduced the light of Tikkun. He emanated a new energy. What new energy did the Eberster emanate? He emanated a new energy called the Oireis de Tikkun. Oireis de Tikkun were very, very, very limited lights, very contracted. The energy was very, very, extremely reduced. Then, and that energy is the source, and that was able to be facilitated in the kalim and the vessels. And that's where our neshamas come from. So our neshamas come from very mezuchach kalim. Kalim, vessels that are unified with the light, but what kind of light is it? A very dull light. In comparison to the, the intense energy that there is in the world of Tayu. The problem with Tayu is that it doesn't have bitl. So now when you take the wisdom of your soul and you apply it, to the energetic body and energetic ego, you have the perfect, you have the perfect blend. You're able to take that energy of Tayu, guided by the light of the mind, of the light of the intellect, guided by the light of Tikkun, and you cause a chibur of Tayu and Tikkun, bringing back these, the, 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 the shards back to their source. You get back to the intense light of Tayu, but now you have Kalim to be able to handle it and to facilitate it. And that's the idea that ma rectifies ban, but once it finishes its rectification, ban becomes a mashpiat ma. As the idea is, eishes chayel ateres baila. 
the woman of valor is the, is the crown of her husband. Husband, that's tikkun. Ma is masculine energy. Ban is feminine energy. Ban is malchus. Malchus is the shattered. Malchus is the source of creation that needs a tikkun, that needs fixing. Malchus is ban. Once ban is rectified by ma, it becomes the crown of, of ma. It goes up even higher. So now let's read it inside. Kiashvira, um, because the shattering hoisa b'shem samach yimel was in the name of samach yimel. As it says in the Pasuk, Kuloi sag yachtov. Kuloi sag yachtov nelochu. Together they became nelochu, they became disintegrated. Venasa ban, you following? From sag became ban. Ban is the fallen state. Shanafal, again, what is ban? Ban is yudke vavke, one of the, but the yudke vavke as it's manifesting in malchus, where there is a, where there is already a shviras, a shvira, malchus creates a world that feels independent. Ein melech beloy am, am means a king without a nation. But the very fact that you feel yourself like you're a nation, like you're someone other than Hashem, is already a distortion of truth. It's already not the emes. It's already not seeing the emes. That's behemoth, that's because you don't have any das. If you have true das, then you couldn't even be a subject. You'd be batal b'metzias, totally nullified in God's light. If Hashem would turn on the lights, and we see the emes. So v'nasa ban, that's ban, shanafal b'shvira. What is the core characteristic that characterizes Shame ban, shame ban is characterized by ego. Leos yesh vidavar, to become a somebody, to become a metzias. Achanasa, until that metzias becomes so fermented and becomes so coarsened and coarsened and coarsened. Achanasa, oilamagashmi, until you end up with a physical world. Vahabirer, and you have to fix it. Vahabirer, and what's the birer? Who ma. You take the ma, which is the nishama, and Torah. And Torah is applied to this world, and you bring bittel into this world. What's ma? That's bittel. Okay. Now, now let's see where is the what's the ma zone and what's the ban zone. The ma zone is atzilus. Atzilus is already in a state of ma, as it says. The pasuk in the, in 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 uh, in, um, in uh, pasuk or I don't know, I don't know if it's another. Eser ten attributes, beli ma, without ma, which means in a sense, they, they are madig, they're totally bottle. Beli, they don't have any metzias, they're ma. Now, that's, that's Atzilus. Atzilus is already, is the world of Tikkun. Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya, the three lower worlds, that, that, those, that's the domain of Ban. That's the Ban, that, that's where... And that's what it means. They need rectification. It's before the tikkun. Which is not the case of atzilus. Atzilus is already after the tikkun. Now, because atzilus too was after the shvira sakelim, atzilus was a mess as well. And when the Abishter, but but the difference is, he left us to make the tikkun in. Or even though Hashem made a lot of the tikkun, Hashem too already was mesakin, a lot of bria, yitzira, and asiya, he did big portions, but at least parts of it he left still unfixed. But in Atzilus, Hashem, Hashem himself fixed it. In the act of creation, the Abishter himself did a beer of the fallen sparks of Toyu, and he fixed the world of Atzilus. He also fixed parts of bria, yitzira, and asiya. 90% of bria, 70% of yitzira, and 10% of Asiya. I'm just 
making up those numbers. What I mean to say, Asiya is primarily, primarily klipadig, and is where you got the most work to do to rectify and to bring bitl in. That's where the most is. What's the, what's the tikkun? Remember always, tikkun is bitl. Iyu v'chiyiyu chad. Hashem and His attributes are one. His Hashem and His life forces, which are the forces of, of, of the, the spheres, they're all one with Him. Ikenoida as it is known, me'inyanatfila, as it is known from prayer. Sha'ad barach sha'amar hu oilam Tul barach sha'amar, as we know in prayer, we do the tikkun. Prayer is a time of rectification. Part of this avoida of doing a birer is by davening. Mitzvah is birer and prayer is birer. And where do we do the tikkun? Until Baruch She'amar, we do tikkun in the world of Asiya. From Baruch She'amar until Baruchu, we do tikkun in the world of Yitzira. From Baruchu until Shemayin Esrei, we do a tikkun in the world of, Yitz, of Bria. Shemayin Esrei, no more tikkun. How do you know that? Shemayin Esrei, it's not you talking anymore. Shemayin Esrei, it's Hashem Sfasai Tiftach, Hashem open my mouth. Why? Because you are reached such a level of consciousness that you're not you anymore. You're just an expression of the Divine. Hashem from now on you take over, you're talking. My lips are, are saying, my lips are just expressing your words. I'm not even talking, I'm not there anymore. There's no, there's no self-awareness anymore. Shabbat hugam came birer. Shabbat is also a birer. And it's an amazing thing. The, according to what, the main virtue or the main power in davening is the fact, is the moving of the lips. Because how is it a birer? What's birer? Birer means that you need to Get the physical world to cooperate with godliness. Where do you have that in davening? In the physical part of davening. What's the physical part of davening? The contraction and the expansion of the jaw muscles. The up and the down of the jaw, which we would think is the least important part of davening. It's mainly your kavana, your intention. No. It's the most important part of davening. Because davening is a tikkun in the physical, in the, in, in the klipa, and that's the physical body, and, and also the food that you eat, as the Altarab explains in Periklamet Zayin and Tanya, the food that you eat is what gives you the energy and the calories to be able to burn off when you're, when you're talking. The movements of the lips, that's considered action. And Bria Yitzir and Asiya, that's where you need to make a tikkun. Ulechein, Haneshama, which the neshama is from Atzilus, ain't a tikkun. The neshama is an Atzilus resident. It doesn't need tikkun la'atzma. Ki haneshama huma oilam Atzilus. Because the neshama comes from the world of ma. It's born in ma. It doesn't need to be drawn into ma. It doesn't need to be educated with ma. That's its natural state. The neshama is a ma diga entity. It's from the world of Atzilus. Shu achar It's already after the tikkun. And you'll say, good, not all neshamas are neshamas of Atzilus. There are many neshamas that are neshamas of, they're called neshamas of Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya. So Luchayra, these neshamas do need tikkun. So he says, no. Even the neshamas that are from Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya, they are from the Atzilus of Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya. Because Atzilus manifests in all worlds. So Atzilus descends, there is an... The neshama of Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya is an energy of Atzilus. And that's where the neshamas come from. Even the lowest neshama, even the most dense soul, if we can say about a neshama dense, even the neshama that is the most, dis, the most um, um, 
diminished, where the godly is the, is the, is the least, the, the lowest quality soul, even that comes from Atsilas. It might not be Atsilas as it's manifesting in Atsilas, it's Atsilas as it is manifesting in Bria, Yitzira, and in Asir. That's the Atsilus of Briyatsir and Asiyah. Why? Because the 30 vessels of Atsilus, they are enclosed, enclosed themselves in Briyatsir and Asiyah. What does it mean, the 30 vessels? Malchus of Atsilus has 30 vessels. Malchus of Atsilus has 30 vessels. Why? Because um, in, in every v- container, in every vessel, there is the panemius of the vessel, the middle of the vessel, and the chitzanius of the vessel. Take a cup. The inner part of the vessel is where the content is. It touches the water. The water is inside. Then there's the middle of the vessel, and then there's the outer part of the vessel. So, Malchus of Atzilus, it says, the kalim of Malchus descend to become the neshama of Bri Yitzir and Asiyah. So, the... Now, why ten? I made a mistake. So that's three inside, but in each level there is all the ten spheres. Malchus, Malchus contains within itself Chachma Sheba Malchus and Bina Sheba Malchus and so on. All ten spheres are in Malchus. Now, in those ten spheres, there is the most pneumiastic part of it, and then there is the middle of it, the Emtsa and the Chitza. So the pneumiastic part of the vessels containing ten spheres become the neshama for the next world. They're the neshama of what? Of Bria. And that's what we mean, the, uh, the, the, the chachma of the pnimius hakeli of Malchus of Atzilus becomes the neshama, the oyer in chachma of Bria. The bina of the pnimius of Malchus, pnimius hakeli of Malchus, becomes the oyer, the neshama, of Bina of Bria, and so each one goes into that, into each, um, into that becomes the life force of that corresponding attribute. Then the Emtsa, the middle Kalim, the middle of the vessels that are not so bottled to the light, they're not, they're still unified with the light because the entire vessel is what? Is, is an Atsilistiga vessel. If it's an Atsilistiga ve- vessel, it's totally unified with the light. But we understand that the panemius of it is even in a deeper bittel. The, the middle part of it is in a semi bittel. And the chitzainius is in the most, it still has bittel, because it's Atsilis, but it's the least bittel. And therefore, the chitzainius of those vessels become the oir and the chayas and the neshama of the kalem of Asiya, of the esospheres of, of Asiya. However, even though they might be, that's what we mean, Lamed Kalim, the 30 vessels. They're all from Malchus of, of Atzilus. The 30 vessels that are inside, that descends to become the life force in the next world. The Nishamas, every Nishama, even of the most lowliest Jew, is coming from one of those levels of vessels. The vessels of Atzilus that are vested in the lower world. It's possible that it's a neshama of Asiya. It's a low, it's a, it's a coarser neshama. But it's still part of what we say, Iu v'chiyu chad. He and his, and his emanations are one, and therefore, The neshama doesn't need tikkun. The neshama is in a perfect state. It's coming, why then, is, what's that, what, what is it doing in this world? It's coming to share its bittel with the creations of this world, including our body and our nefesh Bahamas and with the rest of the world, to do what? To bring the bittle that it has to educate, to purify the creation. 
the as he says over here, kilamet kalem datzilas, because the thirty vessels of atzilas mislapshim bibiyah are enclosed in briyatzir and asiyah lechein amru. Oh. And therefore, it says my segadol. Now, based on all of this, so it comes out and how? So where do where do you how do you bring the bittel? Here's an neshama. The neshama is going to bring bittel into the body. In what? The bittel is actualized when you're taking a substance of this world and using it in the performance of God's will. In doing what? In a mitzvah. Because in a mitzvah, you're taking wool and making tzitzis. You're taking parchment and making tefillin. That's the hide of an animal. You're taking whatever. Soon we're going to take a horn of an animal and blowing a shofar in it. You're doing, you're taking wood and you're making it into a sukkah. You're taking vegetation, you're turning it into dalad minim. So you're doing the Abish's will with physical objects. By doing what? By doing that, we're bringing bittel into the entities of Ban. Elchein Omru, and that's why the sages say, Maisa Godel, that Maisa, the deed of the mitzvah is so great. Why? And greater than Talmud. Ki Achar, because Torah instructs us how to fix the world, but Torah doesn't get its hands dirty. Torah is not fixing. It's only when you're doing a mitzvah is when you're actually touching. I can be learning Hilchas Tefillin, but I'm not touching the parchment yet. I'm learning about it. So the Torah is the instructions of how to do it, but it's not doing it. Torah is the ma. The, the, it tells you how to bring bittel, but it doesn't actualize the bittel. The bittel in the Davar Gashmi comes dafkin, the act of a mitzvah. And we know, what did we say earlier, that once you take the physical object and you elevate the spark that's in it, which is from Toyu, you're bringing it back to Samach Gimel. And Samach Gimel has more energy than Ma, much more energy than Ma. And that's the idea of Eishes Chayol Ateres Baral. He says, Ki achara birer, because after the birer, Yishem Ban Godel. When Mashiach comes, the name of Ban is going to be greater, Mishem Ma, greater than Ma, Eishes Chayol Ateres Baralo. The woman of valor is the crown of her husband. That's the explanation why, yes. The physical world is, is our physical world related to the name Ban. The name, Atzilus Bria Yetzirah Asiyah. Yeah, we're in the world of Asiyah. Yeah, yeah, because our Neshama, our Neshama comes from Atzilus, but as it descends, it descends and it, so to speak, picks up. It doesn't, it's not something we're responsible. We're responsible for all of creation. Now, we need to fix everything. But when you fix something, we need to elevate the whole world. But when you elevate something, you want to elevate it from the bottom. But when we're elevating from the bottom, we're elevating everything. So when you want to lift a home, for instance, sometimes they come, you see a truck moving the house. So if it's going to try to, if it's going to stick its thing right in the middle, it's only going to pick up the second upper half. So you want to go all the way to the bottom and lift it from the bottom. But when you lift the bottom, you're lifting everything along with it. So our avoda includes within itself aspects that relate to the middle worlds as well and, 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 and elevate them as well. Ach, So this is all an explanation why my segadol, why action is so great. Ach, but in another, in another way, Talmud gadol. In another way, Talmud is greater. Why is Talmud greater? Shuhu b'chinas ma hamavarer. Talmud is ma. Talmud is the beer, the one that's doing the beer. Ki Talmud mitzvah. Talmud comes to explain the mitzvah. How should you do the sukkah, the esrog, and, and, and use the esrog? And we know, 
is Beriru, with the power of Chachma, which is Talmud. What's Torah? Torah is, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a science. It's a godly science. It's a Chachma. Chachma is Koyach Ma, the power of Ma, the power of Bittel. And the power of Bittel does, you're applying the Bittel of Chachma to the, to the objects of the world, and thereby fixing them. And that's why, in a sense, that's higher. Why is it higher? Because Saif Kasaif, it is the power with which you're doing the fixing. In the act of a mitzvah, you're busy with ban. Ma is higher than ban. True, eventually the ma, the ban goes higher than the ma. But where are you standing? In simple words, where is a person standing in a closer connection to the Abishter when he's learning Torah than when he's doing a mitzvah? You're in a more godlier state, in a more consciously godly state when you're studying Torah when you're doing a mitzvah. So that's why Torah is greater. Megam malderecha kabbalah and also in the manner of Kabbalah, this, was, <laughs> this, this little three words uh, was bothering me very much when I was learning it, and I still don't have an answer. He's now going to explain, and also Api Kabbalah, this is true. What do you mean, and also Api Kabbalah? And what you said until now is not Api Kabbalah? Shema, Ban, Samach, Gimel, all these things, what is that? That's Hasidus? Api Pashtas, that, it, it's interesting. His explanation that he's going to explain now sounds more api chasidis versus the explanation that he said earlier which was all api kabbalah so I don't know there's another reason why Talmud is greater or why Maise is greater see based on what we learned now the main reason why Maise is greater is because of what Maise means action mitzvah the, the main reason why Maise is greater is because eventually because through Maise we fix the lower world we fix, we do birurim. And we know that the birurim are related to toyo. We fix down here and we elevate up there. The gamal, derecha kabbalah, the way of kabbalah, there's another reason why maise god. Not because of what it does down here, but because of the, see there's two things in a the mitzvah. There's two things in a the mitzvah. There is the, um, there is the physical activity that you're doing when you're doing a mitzvah, like you're giving tzedakah. There's the physical activity that you're doing. And there is the fact that the Abishter is commanding you. That's the godly commandment. And the godly commandment, that, that, that's a sign. He is commanding. And then there's what you're doing as a result of the commandment. So till now he was talking about what you're doing as a result of the commandment. Now he's talking about the commandment itself. Where is the commandment coming from? It's coming from God's will. Where is Torah coming from? God's wisdom. Which one is higher? God's will or God's wisdom? Wisdom is always higher than will. I'm sorry. Will is always higher than wisdom. Because will is ratzon. And, 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 and um, wisdom is chachma. And ratzon is associated with keser. And keser is infinitely the crown. And keser is infinitely higher than chachma. So mitzvahs originate in a much higher place. So he's, now he's not looking at the, the, the what mitzvahs are accomplishing, just the mitzvah itself. The act of a mitzvah is greater, because it's from the crown. Which crown means koiseres, something that is circling, that's something that's around. Which is rotsain, it is way above chachma. Which is the makif, And it is an encompassing energy. However, 
after all this, but there is in some way where Chachma is better. Now, based on this explanation, see, earlier we, we said the explanation is that this is Mises Gadol because it's fixing the fallen sparks, which, which originate in Samach Gimel. So when you lift it back up, it's higher than Ma. But then he explained, why is the other opinion? Why do we also say Talmud Gadol? Talmud Gadol, why? Because the Torah is greater, because Torah is the fixer. And the fixer man is greater than the thing that it's fixing. And this is your fixing. The Torah is fixing. That was the early explanation. Based on the explanation now, now he's giving a different explanation why Maise Gadol. Maise Gadol because of the, where the mitzvahs come from. They're the Ratzon Elyon, that there's a supernal will. And Torah is the supernal Chachma. And the supernal will is higher than the Chachma. If so, what's the reasoning of the other opinion that says Talmud Gadol? The Torah is greater. And the answer is, because even though that's will, and this is Chachma, and Chachma is Pnimius, and that's Makif, and Makif is always greater than Pnimius, right? Encompassing energy is always greater, far greater than internal energy, because internalizing energy is, is obviously a very limited energy that you can take into the vessel. Encompassing energy can be infinite and much stronger. There is a quality, however, to the internalized energy over the, over the, over the, uh, and what is that? Shema HaKeser, because from the crown, Because even though mitzvahs are coming from the crown, but what element of the crown is being captured in the mitzvah? What's descending? We're not talking about, of course the will of God is higher than the wisdom, but what is descending from the will? Only the external part of the will. Not the innermost of the keser. The innermost of the will, that is not, that doesn't descend. That can't come down. So that remains up there. However, in, in Chachma, you have limited light, but in that limited light, you have a one tiny potent drop of Pneumius. You have the innermost of it. From Kesser, you only get Chitzanius. From Ch- so it's, basically what's happening is like this. To put it into, into, into a word. The, in in, in um, Torah, you have... The chitzonius, I'm sorry, in, in, in mitzvahs you have the chitzonius shebe elyon. You have the external of the elyon of the higher level. In, in Torah, you have the pnimius shebe tachton. You have the innermost of the lower level. So even though it's a lower level, but it's the pnimius of it. And, and, and pnimius has a myla, inner, the inner meaning, the essence of something, has a myla, has a quality over the over the over the over the shining the chitzonius of something else, as it says, bechinas chitzonius kenoida as it is known. Avol chachmu bepnimi yusa chachmas bepnimis. We learned a long mimer about that this year. Moshikasim makamacha barichos bebira pasik seenorena. That mimer the beer and seenorena we learned this year. The achakach way back right after the beginning of the year. The achakach and afterwards nimnu vegamru and afterwards they came to a conclusion. Talmud gadol talmud shemevili deyamaisa. A Talmud is greater that it brings to action. See, till now we explain why Talmud is greater on its own. Why Maisa is greater by its own right. But what was the Gemara's conclusion? Talmud is greater because it leads to action. Even though Chachma is what? An internal light. is higher than Chachma. Nevertheless, now here's the thing. 
mitzvahs originating God's will, gewaldig, the Eberster's will, which is makif light, the infinite light. And that's why when you're doing a mitzvah, you're touching the makif. But when you're doing a mitzvah, what are you doing it with? What are you doing the mitzvah with? You're doing the mitzvah with, 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 with a physical dollar, with a physical, right? You're doing a mitzvah with physical flour and you're crunching matzah. It's physical, physical objects. How is it that this act is connecting you to makif energy, to the infinite light of God that utterly transcends all worlds? How, how is this act capturing it? Okay, the soivah the the kalaman is everywhere, but how is it capturing it? How is it making that connection? Oh, for that you need to have chachma. Torah reveals it. It's only through the Torah that tells you that this is a mitzvah. Which means that true, the mitzvah is touching the makif, but the Torah is connecting that physical activity to the makif, to the, to the, to the, to the, without the guidance and instructions of the Torah, then the act of the mitzvah would not in any way connect to the Ratzon Elyon. The Ratzon Elyon needs to be transmitted down through Torah. He says, the, the, the coming about of the action is through the Torah. Torah connects the Oren Soif to the action. That the Maisa of Mitzvah should be in a state of Keser. Exactly what that means, he doesn't really explain. In the earlier mimer, he says, gives an example, and he gives an example. Machshava, um, for instance, Machshava thought is very, very, very deep, very high, very abstract. How do you take the, the, the thought and and capture it through speech? Speech grabs the thought, materializes it, and enables the. Similar to that, he says, Torah acts as the, the one that grabs that thought, grabs that makif energy, and connects it to an act, to an activity. What does he want with all of this? What he's wanting over here is he's developing, he's developing what the neshama gains, or what, our, our, what we accomplish through Torah and mitzvahs all year long. Then he's going to say how great, that's good if we do always all if we're always doing what we ought to be doing. Basically what we're doing is, we're developing the makifim, and we're developing, we're fixing the world, and we're fixing the world, in that process of fixing the world, we are connecting our world to godliness. To which godliness are we connecting it? To the internal light, and the greater accomplishes, we're connecting it to the encompassing light. And everything in this world becomes unified with its source. And we have both the Oris Pnimium, the internal light, and the Oris Makifim, and we can live happily ever after, and everything will be nice and dandy and wonderful. If we don't mess up. If we mess up, we have a problem. He's going to explain that later. And with this, we'll understand the, the question. This, this, this idea will, will resolve the, 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 something that seems to be problematic. Two, two psukim that contradict each other, that appear to be contradicting each other. There was one pasuk that says, Heaven and earth I fill. God says, Heaven and earth I fill. 
it seems to imply that God's essence, Hashem Himself, fills heaven and earth. Like a person says, on himself, Ani, I. I fill. There's another passage that says, The earth is filled with God's glory. So which one is it? Is the, full, is the earth filled only with God's glory? Or is the earth filled with Hashem Himself? And the Targum translates that glory doesn't mean Him. A splendored ray. Is the earth filled with a ray of God? Or is the heavens and earth filled with God's essence? And the answer is, in a state of makif, the earth is filled with God Himself. In a state of internalized light, of course it's only a ray. not Hashem's essence. kach. The world is filled with God Himself. Is the soiv of Kalam, which Hashem is there. Oh, but when it says, he, he's, he's resolving the conflict, not in cre- one is, you can answer simple. One is Saiveh and one is Mamale. Finished. Kiganga Vaiter. Next. You're done. No, but he wants to explain the Meloi Kala Aretz Kavoidoi and the Aloisa Shemaimis Aretz Ani Mole in the context of Torah Mitzvahs. Meaning, even without Torah Mitzvahs, the Abishta is Mamala Kalaman. And the Abishta is Saiveh Kalaman. Abishta encompasses the world and he fills the world. However, without Torah Mitzvahs, everything is Behelim. Everything is concealed and it has nothing to do with the creatures in the world. Meaning we are oblivious to it. With Torah and mitzvahs, through, through Torah we capture the mamale, and through mitzvahs we capture the seivev. Now capturing the seivev is different than capturing the mamale. The mamale you can really capture. The seivev will always hover above you. But still, it's, 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 you're connecting to it. It's not stopped. Before you do a mitzvah, the soyvev is as, as if it doesn't exist to you. Even though you are created by it, it has nothing to do with you. When you do a mitzvah, you're connecting. The soyvev is being influencing you in a gilu digga way. It's, but, of course, it's not something that you can fully apprehend and understand. And that's what he's going to explain in this piece here. In mitzvahs, you're connecting to the animale, to God himself. The essence of Hashem. That's why it's harder to feel the godliness of a mitzvah because the godliness is so vast and so great you can't wrap your mind around it. You might, if you're a very sensitive soul, be able to feel that there's some kind of a, an energy you're connecting to. But it's still, it's not, it's not comprehensible. In Torah, it's easier to feel that, that, that godliness because it's an internalized light. And if, but, but by being internalized light, it's a much lesser light. It's only a ray, it's not the essence. So he explains, That's mitzvahs. Which are rooted in the soiviv. And therefore, since it's shamayim v'aret, shavin legabei. That's why here it doesn't emphasize he- earth. And it says heaven and earth in one word. I equally fill heaven and earth. Because the sight of Kalaman is equal everywhere, as we learned so many times. Lagabe bechinazu, to this, to Lagabe, compared to the sight of energy, Shemaim and Aretz are equal. Umikra dixiv, and the other Pasik that says, Maloikala Aretz Kavoidai, that God's glory fills the world. Hainu bechinaz ha that is the Torah. Because Torah is called Kavid, Chazal say, in Kavid el Torah. Torah is called Kavid, it's called God glory. The Torah comes from Chachma. 
Kavad is Gematria Lamed Beis. Kavad is Gematria 32, which represent the Lamed Beis, Nesiva is Chachma, the 32 pathways of Chachma. What's a pathway? Pathway is the way that something goes from place to place, and it passes levels of levels, it travels. And that's the idea of Mamala Kalaman, godly energy is traveling from place to place. Soiviv Kalaman doesn't travel, it's everywhere all the time. Mamale travels from level transmitted from place to place. That's the Dilamad Beis Nasivas Chachma. The Hine Yej Beis Bechines Makifim. Yamtiv comes, I'll give you an interesting example that just occurred to me right now. Sukkot is going to come. And the site of Kalaman that's available on Sukkot doesn't travel. It's almost like instantaneously. Suddenly the entire world is going to be filled with Jews shaking lulav, lulav, lulav and arabas. Lulav, the arba minim. It's a makifinian, it's, it's equal, bang, the whole world. But then there are going to be Sukkot insights, which people are going to share. One guy's going to go to a rabbi, he's going to go to... He's going to hear an insight, a lichtige, an idea on Sukkot. He's going to pass it to the other person. The person is going to pass it to the other person. As the ideas and various different understandings of the yamtiv, and if people say, uh, this one learns this, this one is inspired by this, it's mamalakalam, and everybody's taking another Indian, everybody's being inspired by something else, everything is reaching. It's all colorful. No two Jews are learning the same thing, and as the whole, and that's the idea, lamad beiz nasiv is chachma. It's chachma, it's teira, it's, it's, it's a whole different Indian than the etza mitzvah is equal everywhere. Right? However, in Makif itself, there's two. We say mitzvahs are Makifim. But in Makif itself, there's two Bechinas. There is the closer Makif, Makif Akarev, a close Makif, and a Makif Arachik, and a more distant Makif. Because we know that there is, in, 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 in godly energy, there is Nefesh Ruach Neshama, and Nefesh Ruach Neshama are Pnimim, internal light, and there is Chay and Yechida, which are Makifim. Chai and, what's the difference between Chai and Yechida? Chai is a closer makif, and Yechida is a more distant makif. Like we see in our physical lives, we have clothing, and clothing are what? A clothes is makif. We have food, food we internalize. Clothing goes around us, but even though clothing goes around us, it is fitted to our body, to every limb, to every organ, and to every person wears different size clothing. And, but a home, everybody can sit together in one home. Because it's a big makif. It's a big, very broad, and it represents a very high light where everything can be absorbed. In mitzvahs, he says, he's going to explain an interesting thing. He's going to explain that mitzvahs themselves, are the, even though they're makif, they're the closer makif. And that's why every mitzvah is different, fitted to the person. It's not like Torah is completely fitted to you. You study what you want. Mitzvahs, everybody does, everybody does the same mitzvah. But yet, the mitzvahs are tailored to us. As opposed to... As opposed to Simcha Shal Mitzvah. The Simcha Shal Mitzvah, which we learned about last week. Remember, we learned all about the joy of a mitzvah. The joy of a mitzvah, that's connecting us to the makif harachok, to the distant makif. Much higher than the mitzvah itself. The joy in which you do the mitzvah. It's true encompassing energy. Okay, let's read inside. Being a yesh beis, makif, and there's two levels of makif. Makif hachoizer, now it's interesting. The closer makif, the makif akarov, he calls it in this mimer a makif achoizer, a rebounding makif. Why is it? Why is the makif? Why is the makif close to you? Why is the makif tailored to you? It's surrounding you because really the makif was meant to go inside of you. 
It's just that the vessel couldn't handle it. The, the makif came down, it was meant to be absorbed. The vessel couldn't handle it, and therefore what happened? It went out of the vessel. So it's called makif achoyzer, it's bouncing back. Since it, and therefore, it's, it's closer to the vessel. It surrounds the vessel from a very close place because it was supposed to be internalized. How are you going to explain that to a mitzvah? That a mitzvah is really supposed to be taken in, but then it can't, the, the kalim can't handle it and it spills over? I don't know. But that's how he describes a makif hakarev. Again, it's only makif because the keli can't handle it. It's not an essential makif. It's not an essential compassing. Let's see. Makif achoyzer shu makif prati. It's called a makif prati. U makif, that's one by one. And then they contrast that to makif hayashar. An original makif. It's a makif that's descending initially in a state of makif. It's never ever meant to go into a keli. Shu makif klali, which is a very general makif. It encompasses from Hetep. I'm sure in the Rebbe Rosham's Memorim somewhere, there would be a, a, a long beer and a Hasber in, let's say, in teaching, where you have this idea that you have first a Makif Klali, of any general Makif, and then you have a Makif that's descending to the person, but, but the person can't handle it, so it becomes, a, it becomes a Makif that surrounds him. How it works, I'm not exactly sure. Yes. It's, it's the makif, yeah. It's what's spilling out of the mind, so to speak. It's bulging out. Yeah. How mitzvahs are that way. You can't take it in, so it's above you. It's a lev- yeah, that's what he says, mitzvahs are levushim. So in a mitzvah that's mamash a levush, where you can see the levush element, like tefillin, you mamash see that. Right? Vinei makif he says the rebounding makif, so when you're not mitzvahs, that's the you know mitzvahs, Why? It's a light. It's drawn into a vessel. The vessel cannot contain it. And to withstand the intensity of the light. It retracts. And it goes out. And it becomes a or makif on the keli. And he says, relates that to here. What's here? Where does here come from? Chassidus, it explains, it's moisrei moichen. It's the leftover of the brains. What does that mean? So sometimes you understand it to mean the, like the residue of the mind. You got this, like, this intense energy in the brain. It's like extra stuff. There's so much there, it leaks a little bit out, and therefore it goes into the hair. It's the idea of hair growing. That's why hair grows next to the moichen, next to the head. Because there's so much energy there, so a little, little bit comes out from the pores. And they, it travels into the hair ve- follicles, and that's the hair. However, in other Maimarim we learned, and no, the hair is not the leftover, the little tidbits. The hair is the bulk of the, the bulk of the mochen. The bulk of the energy is the hair. It's called shirayim, it's the leftovers because it's too intense to, to go into the keli. In other words, the keli only absorbs a little tiny bit. Most of it hovers above. But then why is the hair growing from the brain? Growing from the head, from the skull, which is surrounding the brain? is because initially it's meant to go inside. But the head can't handle it. The energy can't handle it, so it bounces it out. But what I'm saying is that that energy is not lesser quality. It's not like little, little nuggets that fall out of the mind. It's a much greater energy. It's a makif light because it's much bigger. But it's meant to go in, and then it goes out. That's the sa'aris. And that's why mitzvahs are called sa'aris. Mitzvahs are related to the Abishters here. 
It goes above. Yeah, but mitzvahs are not meant to be comprehended. So I don't understand. Like, but so what does he mean? Initially, it's supposed to go in, but we can't handle it, so it goes out. How is it practically related to the way we do a mitzvah? I'm not sure. You're supposed to first try to comprehend it, and then you can. I'm not getting it. I don't know. Let's see what he says. And that's why mitzvahs are related to here. Moisrei over here doesn't mean. As we mentioned, I say inferior. We learned it in the Rebbe Shabbos in the Rebbe in the in the Rebbe Marash's Maimer a few weeks ago, Shabbos morning. Moisre over here means it's most of it remains moister. Vasaris and bechinis levushim, and the here is many times in Kabbalah related also to the garments. Shehem mitzvahs, which are the mitzvahs? What's a garment? A garment is mamish expresses that idea because a garment is outside of your body, yet it. Yet it, yet it hugs the body. It, it touches the body. Mitzvahs are garments. As it is known. What is the, what is the real makif? The real makif. Which is the makif. Because of the intensity of its light. The broad, the greatness of its light. It can't go in at all into a vessel. And this is the idea of joy of a mitzvah. How do you touch that oil that can't at all go into a keli? Doesn't fit into a vessel? It's when you're joyous when you're doing a mitzvah. Where do you see that simch is relating to makif? Real makif is because when a person is joyous, their head and their feet are both equal. Because what's the proof of a real, you're really happy? You're dancing. Dancing meaning suddenly all your, their entire being is stimulated. All at once. It's sweeping. That's the power of joy. Joy is all embracing and sweeping. Also when people are joyous, they all dance together. And we lose all social like. And if, and if there is social separation, then that means they're not happy. Real silcha, you can have the, 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 the most aristocratic person in the town and the beggar and the schlepper in town, they're dancing together. And they, and they don't even know who's who anymore. That's simcha. And everybody in a circle. And everybody unified. And everybody in one big... Why? Because the joy is makif. Everybody in one. And it's not in the individual pratim. Now it makes, fits very well with what we learned last week. If you remember was here last week, we learned last week that simcha shal mitzvah comes from... Remember we learned... Mamash this Indian. We learned that, um, uh, if you remember, we learned that there is love and there's fear. And we learned about vahafta es. You have love and you have fear, and you have to unify the love and the fear. You have to fear in the love and love in the fear. How can you do that? He explained that love comes from memalakalaman. You comprehend how Hashem is higher, higher, higher. He's beyond you, and you thirst for it. Fear, he says, comes from the recognition of the sovev, that Hashem is everywhere, and suddenly you fear it. So how can you blend together the love and the fear? How do the two come together? If one is from Amale and the other one is from Saiveh, two opposites. So he says the way you do that is because only the Anoichi, only God himself, mitzvahs, he says, have that power. Because mitzvahs come from the Ebershter himself. And which is higher than Amale and higher than Saiveh. And that's, that brings the two together. And where do you experience it, he says, is in Simcha Shal Mitzvah. 
in the joy of a mitzvah, that's when you experience the unification of the mamali and the seviv. We learned it last week. The love and the fear together can only come in Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Why Simcha Shal Mitzvah? Because it's a level, he says, that transcends Memale and transcends Soivev. And it's exactly what we're learning now. It's the Makif HaRochik. Soivev, Memale, is the internal light. The Soivev is that which can't go in a keli. That's enveloping. And what's the, the Soivev HaRochik? What is the distance Makif? The Soivev HaRochik, that is Atzmos, or the Ebershter himself. That is above being mamale and above being soivev. And where did he say do we capture that? We learned that last week. We capture that in simcha shal mitzvah, in the joy of a mitzvah, which is greater than the mitzvah itself. Is the joy in the mitzvah? Masha enket, as he says. And it's not at all divided into pratim. Like garments are. Garments is mislabish in every Indian according to the way it is. Which the makif does not do that. However, now on all this that we just learned earlier, which is what? The hamshacha that you do through Torah, which is the Ebishta's glory. Baham Shacha that you have through Maisaha Mitzvah, the deed of the Mitzvah, which is as a Shemayim Vesa Oretz Ani It's capturing the Ani God Himself. But the Makif light, the Makif that's close to your body. And even beyond that, or close to your Nisham. And even beyond that, the Simcha Shal Mitzvah that what? That you can touch the Makif Akloli. All these things are only accessible, are only possible while we're alive in the physical world. Hayoyim la'asaysa. Over here is where we can do them. Now, Torah really, Torah really, Talmud, Torah, really is not only in this world. Torah really you couldn't do in Gan Eden also. Quite on the contrary. Over there, Limud Torah is in a more powerful way. That's what they do over there, Shoals and Gan Eden, they learn Torah. Because that's Or Panimi. Or Panimi, they are vessels, they are bigger kalim, they don't have any distractions. They're able to learn and learn and learn and learn and grow and they understand. But which gives you access to what? To makif hakarov, to the close makif. And in simcha shal mitzvah, to the makif harochik, to the distant makif, that's only hayoyim la'asaysam. This, in our world, in the 70, 80, 90, 100, 120 years that a person is alive in this world, hayoyim la'asaysam. It's in this world that you can do them. The makif you can only capture in this world, because um, it, it, the, the, the makif that is concealed, and it's concealed from the higher world, and impossible to touch it, but in our world you can access it. Through the deed of the mitzvah, you draw down the keser elyim, b'chenas makif, the makifim, keniskaliel, as we said earlier. You might do better in the Talmud realm, in olam haba, giloi, over there is revelation, which means or pnimi, internal light. Over there you need to move from level to level. And, and it takes, and, and that's, and, and you're restricted by the mamalakalam. And what is the mamalakalam and restriction? Everything is only step by step by step. Yeah, because everything has to become absorbed. That's why when an Ashama wants to move in Gan Eden, it takes a billion years. It moves slowly, very slowly. It moves like a, a little, like, like a, a 
Mamish it takes little, little tiny steps, baby steps. It needs purification in each level. In this world, in one moment, the person can become a Balchuva. In one moment, the person can become from a Rasha Gamar a Tzadik, because this world is the world in where we can, we can access the Sov of Kalaman. And why are we able to access the Sov of Kalaman in this world? Because in this world, as we said earlier in the beginning of the Maimur, is where you have to fix the Shvira Sakelem from the Shem Ban. And how do you fix it? The power to fix it is only from the Sov of Kalam. So, and this is the Tachlis and the purpose of the descent of the Neshama into this world. It descends for the sake of an ascent. Over here, through my Sahamitzis, it does the Birur, to select. To make everything be bottle, which you do through a mice of a mitzvah. And by accomplishing two things. Pneumius, when we study Torah in this world. The Iker Chiddush of this world is not Limud. Limud we also do here. The Iker Chiddush in this world, however, is Makifim. We draw down the Makifim. And all the days of our lives in this world, the 70 years, they weren't given to the human being, only for this purpose. The Neshama itself doesn't need the Tikkun. The Neshama doesn't have to be Mamshech in anything. Because it's already in a state of unity. The Neshama doesn't have to daven at all when it's up there. Why? What are tzaddikim compared like? What does it mean tzaddikim? The shamas of tzaddikim. Before they come into this world, what are they compared like? In front of the shechina, like a little candle in front of a huge fire. Just like a, a little candle, put it, in, put it in the middle of a big fire. It doesn't have any, any existence. It's part of the big fire. So it's tzaddikim. They're totally bottled, totally unified. It becomes automatically absorbed. Ubrakaradavia. And a, a child is the leg of his father. So therefore, the Yidin, the Yidin, which are Neshamas and the Yisro, they're considered children, they're part of the Ebeshtuk. It says this week, The primary reason why the souls came down, is to engage the intellectual soul. That's in the animal soul. Through drawing forth the Torah and the mitzvahs, the inner lights, the outer lights, and that's how the Neshama does its job in rectifying the world. You can conquer your animal soul. In other words, personal avoida deep meditation and a davening, that itself will only do a beer or a slight beer. The ultimate beer of the Nefshah Bahamas needs Torah Mitzvahs. Ayin Shamatam, where he explains why one can't do it with his own beer. Someone can say, what do I need Torah Mitzvahs? If I, if, I, if I purify myself, I can do it on my own. It doesn't work. The, the tikkun of the Nefshah Bahamas and this world requires Torah Mitzvahs. Whatever. Good. And here is where the mimer turns to El. However, someone has v'shalom who sinned and he did a pagam tzarech lasis tshuva. So if a person if 
someone sinned, tzarech la'asas tshuva, they need to do tshuva. What does that mean? La'amshech milmaila. He's going to say now is like this. Okay, so you're supposed to draw down the makifim, and you're supposed to draw down the orpanimium. But if chas v'shalom, you blemished, and you did not bring what you're supposed to, so now you have to get beyond the makifim in order to, re, to re-jump the system, to reboot the system, you have to get to the pre-system. You have to get even higher than the makifim. That is nimshach through mitzvahs. And that is God's very self. And that is only through tshuva. So you got, this, you got, all, the, you got all the avoid of during the year, but now you come to El. Which El requires a far, far more intensification. And a person should not feel ever chas v'shalem. What am I, a faker or something? I'm going to start working hard on Elul and Tishrei, but I know I'm not going to be like this all year. No. That's Tavoida. Elul needs to be intense. You're not supposed to be that way all year. Elul needs to be intense. Why? Because an Elul is when you bring all the mess, all the, all the lacking, all the deficiency that one has in his Avoida during the year. If the Avoida and Elul is in a, with a deep, inner neshama diga and power of, of yearning to the abister with an intensity like a baltruva, right? Which is the intensity of tshuva. Then, you're, then in, in, in a short period of time you fill all the lackings and all the blemishes that you have during the year in that avoidah. To make up the chisar and the lacking and the pagam. This is according to the Alter Rebbe, the whole Indian of Tishrei, of Aseris Yemei Tshuva, is mimamakim, from the depth of your own heart, reaching the depth of God's heart. And what is it? Krasicha Havaya, according to the Alter Rebbe. Mimamakim, from the depth, Krasicha, I draw you forth, Yudke Vavke, a new Yudke Vavke. All these makifim and pnimiyim are related with the yud kevavke. From the yud begins the pnimiyim, and the kutzei shal yud, the top of the yud, that's the makif. But when your makif and your pnimi has been blemished, you need to go to the source from where the yud kev comes from. Mimamakim krasicha. I call you havaya to draw forth a new yud kevavke. Krasicha havaya. Havaya hu klolis atzilis. Avaya is the general world of Atzilis. Yud Chachma, Chulu. The Krasicha, and I call you forth, Hainam Shachas, Avaya Acheres. I draw forth a new Avaya, Machadash. Machadash, Oires Pekelem. We draw down new energy in new vessels. Ki Amshachas, Oires, Shakvarnim, Shachu Bekelem. Because the lights that were already drawn down in the vessels last year, God's vessels up there in Atzilis, Nifkamu, they've already become blemished. When a person did not do the mitzvah property, it caused a blemish in that in that oir. So it's it's, so it's not. So now you need to draw down new new. You have to flush the system and bring in new light, a whole new light. A whole new rejuvenation of energy. From a very deep place. From the ten deepest places 
there's 10 levels of depth. You go deeper, deeper. You begin on the first day of Rosh Hashanah and you continue digging deeper in your soul and deeper in your soul and deeper and deeper and deeper until you reach the quint, 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 quintessential depth on Yom Kippur. Umke de Cheshucha, the depth of darkness. You go deep into the places in your soul that you never knew existed. That's how deep, it's such darkness. There's no light, you've never been there before. In such a deep place in your neshama. And as you go deep into that sub, 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 or super, 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 inner, 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 super conscious, the deepest, deepest inner, inner places of your soul, you go into your darkness, you reach also the inner, you, you go to places that has never, no one ever went there before. You never know, you can go, a person can go in his Avoid and Shoshana Yom Kippur and Elul to a place that no human being, no neshama ever tapped. We have, to, we have to have a munish lema that we can do that. We can go to, to un, uncharted territory. We can explore places that no entity ever went because no two people do tshuva the same. And you go to places that reach, reaching the inner recesses of, of the divine that no one has ever gone. And from there you draw forth new, new light. Elecha to you, not to your emanations, even the highest emanations. That's already been blemished. Go deeper than that to the Ebishter. Makoira the Kula, the root of everything, Kenoida as it is known. Now, what is this mocker of everything? So he says like this Shema ain't Saif Baruchu, Nasa Tzimtzum. From the ain't Sof himself, the Ebishter before he created the world, we know that his light filled everywhere. He, he, he removed his light, contracted it, and left an empty hollow space. And then afterwards, into that hollow space, he draw forth a tiny little thread. There became a tzimtzum, a and a very cleared away place. And afterwards, a little thin line, and from this little line, what happened is, it says that everything, Hashem removed all the light, a tiny little thread. But that little thread of Ain Sof energy at the beginning, from there it begins to create the makifs. So if you wanna, if your makifs have become contaminated, all the makifim, the makif akloli, the general makif, and then the little makifs, the little, the little spheres around every world and every, it's all coming from that what? From that little, from that kav. So in order to regenerate everything, you have to get to the, to the, to the deepest point of the kav, where the kav is touching the Ein Sof. And that's called Makaira the Kula. That's the well. That's where you have to get to. See, all year long through Torah and Mitzvahs, you're drawing already the Pneumium, the lights that are much later down, down the kav, which enter in vessels. And through Mitzvahs, you draw the Makifim. But you're, all, you're working already with what is Makif already. On Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, you get to the source from where the Makifim come from. He calls it Kabbalistically over here, it's called Malchus of Adam Kadmon. The Malchus of Adam Kadmon, primordial man, is that level. Malchus of that, that's the mucker from where all light is diffused and all energy is diffused into it. The beginning of the Kav, Malchus to Adam Kadmon. That's the depth of all levels. from and from there is where the 13 attributes of mercy come from, from where we regenerate everything. 
And this is the idea of tshuva. The place where the Baal But how do you get there? You get there when you're yearning to Hashem is from the inner, inner core of your being. From the deepest core of your soul. When you cry to the Abishta from the depth of your being, then the place where the Baal goes, no one can go. The Mashchan desire says the mile of the Baal is that you're pulling the Abishter with added vigor, with extra strength. And this is the idea, Elechom Mamish. Mamish to the Hashivei Hashem, make me do tshuva, Elechom to you, Mamish. Achliyas HaKoyach Hazer. The problem is, how does one have Koyach to go so high? How do you have Koyach for that Bechei Especially if you sinned already, you blemished your soul, where do you find within you that intense love to God, that intense yearning? So that you need the Abishter. That's the difference between the 13 attributes of Elu and the 13 attributes in Aseris Yemei Tshuva. In the 10 days of Tshuva from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, that's the time when you're actually doing the Tshuva in the highest level. You reached it. And that's when the Tshuva and the 13 attributes are what you're evoking through your Tshuva. You're doing Tshuva. You're being Mamshech from Mokr Dekula, from the deepest innermost, the new Havaya. But you need an empowerment before that. The 13 attributes of Elul are different. That's the Abishter shining down a powerful light upon your neshama to empower your neshama to be able to make that, 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 um, that turn to Hashem with all your soul and all your being. So, in order for the person to have this strength, benefesh in the soul, for him to have this extra vigor, this is in the 13 attributes of mercy that come from Rosh Chodesh Elul. It says on those, on those, on those, about those 40 days, I've stood in the mountain. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I stood in the mountain. Like the first days. Simply it means that Moshe Rabbeinu was on the mountain from Rosh Chodesh Elul until Yom Kippur. The same way like he was 40 days after the giving of the Torah. First he went up to take the Torah. But then the Jewish people messed up and he broke the luchos. So then he went up a second time. The second time he was begging but the Abishter was not really that, that um, forgiving. The last 40 days was like the first days. But the Rebbe is saying over here, the Dalta Rebbe says, Kiyamim Rishonim, like the early days. What does that mean? It means that these are days, the, the, the days of Elul, are relating to the first primordial lights, much higher than the Esser Spheres. Esser Spheres are called the latter days, Yomim Acharonim, the latter days of creation. Yomim Arishonim are the first days, the first, the, 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 the beginning of the Kav, Reshes Akav, the very beginning. Kav is Yom, Yom, it's the first revelation. It's Yom Akadim, Yemei Kedem, they're also called many times the ancient days. Like we say, Uchishanim Kadmoinia, it's like the ancient times. As it is known, there are days of the world, which are the, these are the spheres. Days of the world are chesed gevurah teferes netzachoyd of the ze'er anpin. They're called days of the world. Yemeikedem are the days of keser, the days of the Ein Sof. Shnois oilam. There's shnois oilam, years of the world. Shanem kadmoinios, ancient days. Yemeikedem, the days of kedem, and mo'umka the chashucha. They are from the depth of darkness, Malchus to Adam Kadmon. They are from the Malchus of Adam Kadmon. That's deep they are. 
Umishamim from there, Nimshachlias Makifim. And from there, from that Omek, is where new Makifim are drawn, new encompassing light. In other words, you regenerate Torah and Mitzvahs, everything. And this it says, I am to my beloved. That means that's the tshuva. Ani ledoidi is I run with all my passion, all my fervor, all my yearning to my beloved. But what enables me to do that? And upon me is his longing. You know why we do tshuva? Because God longs for us to do tshuva. He does tshuva first. We have a debate with the Yebishter. He says, we say, you bring us to you and we will do tshuva. Hashem says, tshuva alai, return to me, vashuva alechem, and I will return to you. So every year El, the Yebishter does do the first move. The Yebishter longed so much, even though it's anila daidi the Abishta longed so much that we should do tshuva, and upon me is his longing. But why is it Anila Doidi then? I am to my beloved first. Because that 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 love and that longing remains makif. The Abishta is not like Pesach where he jolts us with his light. He he leaves it makif. If a person does a little bit of he begins a little bit in the month, he just turns to the king. There's such empowerment. There's such there's something in the days that are so powerful because the Eberstus Yud Gimel Midas are saturating the world. The atmosphere is filled with the Yud Gimel Sarachmim and they're sitting. As soon as we open the heart, they enter in the heart. But we have to open the heart, but they're entering. And that's what it means, V'alai, and upon me. It doesn't say V'alai to me, V'alai and upon me. So again, why Ani Ledoidi? How is it Ani Ledoidi? Because V'alai... Because the 13 attributes of mercy are, chuk, which is chukasai, which is, what's the 13 attributes of mercy? It's Hashem's yearning. Hashem's, Hashem misses us dearly. And to me is his longing. And upon me, this, this oil sits in a state of makif. Which I didn't check up. And it says over there these words, Mi garam Who causes Because upon me is his longing. question. In Zoyar Pashas Lech it seems to imply the opposite. That First I have to be and then then he longs for me. So then which one is first? In the Zoyar in Nasai it says, Ani why is Ani Because Allah Chukasai, because the Ebishta's longing is upon me. In another place in Zohar it says, Ani Bikadmaisa, we have to first turn Ledoidi, or Lebasar, and afterwards Valai Chukasai, and afterwards upon me is his Chuk. Zuta, and so it also implies in the small Idra, Afresh Peches. Oh, so that, to resolve this, the Tzemach Tzedek says very simple. There's two levels of Yud Gimel Midas Arachmen. There's Yud Gimel Midas Arachmen that is Nezgala from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. That's already a consequence of our Avodah. That's the Vidoidi Li. Ani Ledoidi. And then Vidoidi Li, the Abish to response to me. That's the Yud Gimel Midas Arachmen that he speaks about. That we, that, that, that's the new Yud Kevavke that we're being Mamshech from Makoira the Kula that's coming as a consequence of the Balchuv. The Balchuv is yearning. 
And then we say, and after that, it's God's longing. But then there's something else. There is Yud Gilomid that come in the month of Elul. We didn't do any Avoidah yet. We didn't even begin doing Avoidah. I'm sorry. The Abishter already is shining Yud Gilomid To us is his longing. And as a result of that, it empowers us to make the Tshuva movement. Two levels of Yud Gimel Nisarachem, El Yom Kippur. Shall Yud Gimel Nisarachem, the Elul, the 13 attributes of Elul, Shem Amshacha, Liois, Sarusa de Latata. This is an Amshacha to enable the Sarusa de Latata. Alze Omru on this it says, Mi Garam Shani Ledoidi, who causes that I should be Ledoidi, Bishem Dolai Chukase, because upon me is his longing. But the Yud Gimel Nisarachem, Das Saris Yemei Chuva, the 13 attributes of mercy of Aser Simetruv of Yom Kippur and Yom Kippur, Shem Slichas Mechila Savoynois. That's when we really have the Slicha, that's when we have the forgiveness. Al Yedea Tshuva, which comes through the Tshuva. Al Ze Omru, this is what it says. Al Yedea Shani Ledoidi. As a result of I being to my beloved, Bekad Mesa first. Al Yedea Ze, through this, Valai Chukasa upon me is his longing. Look what it says in regards to the two beginnings of Yud Gimel Midos and El Yom Kippur. Look in the Maimar Oster and Pashas Re'eh, which we learned about it. In, in, in the Maimar of Samti Kitkad, over there he explains the two levels of Yud Gimel Midos and now we understand what it means the second half of the Pasuk. In one Pasuk it says, Ani Ledoidi Va'alai Chukasai. Which we say by Lai Chukasa is the Abishter's enabling that we should do tshuva. The king is in the field. In another pasuk it says, Ani li, That's the meaning of Haroya Bishashana, that the Abishter feeds us Haroya. He feeds us Bishashanam with roses. Roses are the rose petals. The first day of Elul. The first day of Elul. As Elul is going to become Tuesday, Monday night, if you look up in the sky, and if you really, really, really have a good imagination, you look up in the sky and you close your eyes and you allow to sit there, you'll feel the rose petals as they come down falling right on your face. Whoa, everybody loves that. See, poetic. They like the, po- the poetry. But this is true. There's a, there's, a, there's a downpour of rose petals. And, and the rose petals keep on falling for a shower until Yom Kippur. And we just have to wake up and smell the roses. Right then. It's all this. And this is the one who shepherds us amongst the Sheshanim. What, what, what is a rose? A rose has 13 petals. The 13 petals of the rose that surround the Sheshana. I don't know what that means. Every time I look at a rose, I see more than 13 petals. What does it mean, desire, that there's 13 petals to a rose? What kind of rose are we talking about? I'm not sure. And these are the 13 midas that, that Micha said. Interesting, the 13 midas are, uh, are repeated twice in the Torah. Once it's Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem Hashem, Keracham Lechanah. The second time it's in Micha. Where Micha doesn't say Hashem Hashem, he says Mikel Kamoicha Noisa Avin corresponds to that we say it by Tashlach Mikel Kamoicha. So the Alter Rebbe is going to explain over here that the thirteen attributes of Elul are not the thirteen attributes of Moshe Rabbeinu, they're the thirteen attributes that Micha mentions, and they are higher than the thirteen attributes 
of Moshe Rabbeinu. Micha's 13 attributes that he's evoking and speaking of is higher. And he explains the difference. These are the 13 attributes in Atik, in, in, in Pnimi Asakesar in the crown. And they are higher than the 13 attributes that Moshe said. Moshe Kasim Makamacher is stated elsewhere. Moshe, why? Moshe's the 13 attributes that Moshe was Mamshech and, and is what we say all year long. All year long we say Hashem Hashem Karacham Bechana whenever we say Tachna. It's accessible. The 13 attributes of Moshe is accessible all year long. And what are those? They're primarily meant, it's very special, the 13 attributes all year long are primarily meant for physical, physical blessings. A person has a tzara, someone is ill, someone needs a refuah shalema, someone has a lack of parnas, or whatever, whatever kind of problem a person has. 13 attributes evoke mercy and they bring help in the material well-being of a person. Prolong a person's life or whatever it is. Be mevatal nullify a negative decree. The 13 attributes of mercy, of Elul and of Micha are in regards to mercy on the neshama. It's to rehabilitate the soul that has been blemished. It's not, and it has no shaykhas to physical, to the physical um, in Yanam of this world. It's, prim, it's tafka to the neshama. As he says, Moshe Rabbeinu's inyan was to be mamshach below, biza, in Zeirampin. So it's not the inyan of Atik. The 13 attributes of Moshe are for, are for the well-being in life in this world. Why? Why? Because when Moshe mentioned it, the Jewish people were physically in, a, in, in, in limbo. There was a physical threat. Their, their physical life was in jeopardy because the Abishta wanted to chas for Shalom. As a result of the eagle, wiped them out. Leave me now, give me, let me, let, leave me alone, and I'm going to wipe them out. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was mamshach, the 13 attributes, to save their bodies. And that's why it says by Moshe, he kneeled to the ground, and he bowed down. Whenever you're bowing, it means to be mamshach things down low. That's why Moshe bowed, to be mamshach it low, because he needed to save the bodies of the Jewish people. He was drawn. He drew. He drew it down downward. But the thirteen attributes that Micha mentions, is the erech anpin. These are the thirteen attributes of erech anpin, which, which, and earlier he said that the thirteen attributes of Atik. Whatever that means, easy. Erech anpin, Atik. I'm not exactly sure. Shehen This is for the life of the souls. Shuchaya lokus, that's godly life. As it says in Zayar there, there's an interesting Zayar, I looked it up. Is chesed the lagav, there is a chesed from the inside, that's the higher chesed. Is chesed the lavar, there's a more external chesed, a more external kindness, chulu. Chesed the ikra chesed oilam, a chesed that's called the kindness of the world, chulu. The za, the za is called oilam, the chesed amarti oilam, chesed yibana. I said I want a world and chesed should be built. But then, chesed the Atik, but the higher chesed, the chesed of Atik, the Zayar says these words, lav b'chaye gufa itmar. It was not said, it's not applicable to the life of bodies. It's to, to, to do repairing for the neshama. Ala b'chaye de neshmasa. But rather in the life of the soul. And that's the special rose petals. Haroye b'sheshanim the one who shepherds us amongst the roses, 
He shepherds Zon. He sustains him. Because all year long. So that's the specialty of El. Because all year long the Abishter is also tending his flock. And Hashem is also nurturing us. But all year long we learned in the beginning of the Mimer, I was telling you, Hashem gives us grass. Because the main difference is that all year long it's your Nefesh Bahamas that needs to eat. Or you need food to rectify your Nefesh Bahamas. You don't need it because as we said earlier, the Neshama doesn't need a Tikkun. It needs to make a Tikkun in the animal soul. So in order to fix your animal, you need inspiration from above. And you get it from the Malachim. Asev, Levem the grass that God gives are related to Malachim. Malachim are called Asev. However, on, 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 on uh, Elul, you need nutrition for healing of the Neshama. The Neshama needs food. And, it's some, and the, the Tzemach Tzedek actually says that the difference between the two is, this is regular food, and this is, and this is medicine. Particular nutrients. Medis, what do you call it? Medicinal. Um, it's a different thing. It's a much higher kind of a food. Because it needs the healing. It's therapeutic to the soul. As opposed to the regular eating, which is just eating kayach that he can deal with the body. With grass. I'm giving Esav in your field. To your animal. And says another Esav, Why do you need grass? For the service of man. What's man's avoida? To fix the behema. So he needs for his work. He needs Esav. And what is that Esav? Is that we have assistance with, from the Malachim. Malachim help us. Every day you have to activate your love and your fear and your davening. How do you activate your love and your fear? You tap into the Malachim's love and fear. They're loving up there. And their energy you can tap into the angels' love and also love Hashem. You draw down that energy. Now why do you need... Now, now we can explain in a moment. Neshamas are higher than Malachim. So why do they need to love Hashem as a result? The answer is no. The Neshama wouldn't need the assistance of the Malachim. But since we need, to, we need to get our animal soul also to love Hashem, and the animal soul is not higher than the Malachim, the animal soul is lower than the Malachim, not only lower than the Malachim, it actually is derived from the Malachim, from the Shimrei Ha'efanim, from the dregs of the Ha'efanim, as the Alter Rebbe explains in the Maimer, um, the famous Maimer, Adam Kiyakriv. In that Maimer, the Alter Rebbe says that the Nefesh of Bahamas can only be elevated by analyzing its own source. That its source too loves Hashem. So that's the idea that you need to receive from the Malach. That's why before we say Shema Yisrael, which is the rectification of our animal soul, means with your Nefesh Bahamas. Before you do that, you need to say Yoytzer Oer, and speak about the Malachim, Havoyfanim, Viraj Gadol, because by meditating on them, you tap into their love and their fear, and you're able to capture that energy to elevate your animal soul as well. We too are makabal and espilus and excitement of Avavira. And by the way, it adds a lot of insight into that mimer. See, usually you learn over there, and you asked me the question this week. Just because I'm meditating in the Malachim, my Nefesh Bahamas can get excited. It's not a dry meditation. It's not, it's not oh, I'm meditating. 
the shirish of my my, my the malachim, they love the abish. They're all now my 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 animal soul that loves pizza is gonna love the malachim, is gonna love the abish. It's it's not just a meditation because they do so, and my animal comes from there. When you meditate upon them, you're actually able tapping into them. You're actually captured by thinking by in davening. When you're thinking in, you're, you're actually elevated. Your Nisham is elevating into Olam HaYetzirah and Olam Abriya. You're making a connection to the Malach. And the nish- subconsciously, of course, not consciously, but subconsciously the Nefesh Bahamas can sense it and, it. and it helps in the mirror to turn the Nefesh Bahamas around. So it's not just like, you know, we're doing it on our own. We're, we're, we're connecting. It's all, you're linking up with the source. And as you link up with the source, they're pulling upward, and it pulls your animal soul up as well. But you need, and, but that's called the grass. The Abishter feeds us because Hashem, Hashem and Hashem, connect to Malachim. They're in another world. Benasati Asa. The Abishter says, "I give it. I make that connection. I pour down the energy of the Malachim into your nefesh of Bahamas to help you up." Which is higher than the Kabbalah of what the soul is. And I, I didn't understand this line when I was learning it earlier. What does he mean? You're Makabal the Ava Vayira, Oitikun Hakidusha, Shalamaila Makabala Sanefesh Lamata, which is higher than what the Nefesh is receiving. That's an interesting Lushan. Gamke. Vaina Nefesh Bahamas. It's the animal soul. Kenefesh only kiss the godly soul. Ainoitrichatikun. The godly soul doesn't need tikkun la'atzma. Sha'a nefesh, why? Because the nefesh is always higher than the malachim. Sha'a nefesh she'bechol o'ylam, the nefesh in every world, hu gavoya mebchinas ha'malachim. Because nefesh, neshamis are pnimius and the malachim ha'chitzonius. Sha'bechol o'ylam, kya neshamu hu mepnimius, neshamis from pnimius, ha'oylam ba'malachim ha'chitzonius. The malachim are always from the external part of the world. Ela sha'a nefesh ha'baham is the animal soul, hu nemshechis, that is drawn mepnimius ha'yifanim, from the innermost of the Yofanim. Ma'asha enke meshimre Yofanim. See, the regular dregs of the Yofanim, nishpah the external pleasures of this world, the, ex- the external gashmis, the hashpah, that's from the, the, the oranges and the apples and the tomatoes and whatever else that's growing in the world, all the vegetation and everything, that's all coming from the shimre Yofanim, from the leftover dregs of the Yofanim. But the Nefesh of Bahamas comes from the Pneumius of the Yofanim. The innermost of the Yofanim, the Malachim called the Yofanim. But al Kopanim, what happens? Since it comes from them, It's not enough that when you love Hashem with your godly soul, you want your animal soul. That was the whole point we learned earlier. You want to rectify the animal. So the animal soul also has to agree to the love of Hashem. And how do you get your animal soul to love Hashem? By drawing down the energy from the Yofanim into your nefesh, and the Chayos HaKodesh, Shehein Sharsho Makaira, which they are the root and the source of the, of the animal soul. And, and only through that can you fix it. Why? You can't fix judgments only with their source. The animal soul is called an entity of judgments. Because Din, Din means contraction. There's no light there. And the animal soul is full of it because it's so much concealment, it's called dinim. And you can fix it only by going to the shoresh. What's the shoresh of the animal soul? Daifanim. And they love the Abishter, and that's how you can fix it. 
Like it says in the Maimah, Kiseitzei, how are you going to rectify the oivecha, your animal, your, 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 your enemy, which is the Yetzirah? By being meditating that the shayrish of your nefesh of Bahamas itself is also Kedush. Aloivecha, by going above your enemy, go to the enemy source. And recognize that the animal is also, that's how the Altareb explains over there. That's why the Anshi Knesset Sagdoyla instituted Loimer to say, every day, that the Eifanim and the holy um, angelic beasts, when we say the blessing of Yoytzer Oyer, Koydim Kriya Shema before Shema, because Shema Shema Yisrael, now you're beginning your Avoidah, Shema Yisrael, here Israel, Yisrael, who are Nefesh Olikis, you're telling your godly soul, and on the godly soul it says, Love Hashem with all your heart, with both your inclinations, I don't know what he means. On the nefesh of the kiss it says, with all your heart, with both your inclinations. Nefesh of the kiss only has one inclination. Maybe he means, on the nefesh of the kiss it says, Love Hashem with all your heart, which means go fetch the other Go get the Yetzirah, u'bechol nafshecha, even with the nefesh of Bahamas. It's a little kvetch in the words. I'm not exactly happy with that. But al-koponim v'hainu al-yadei asati eisev b'satcha. But how do you have the empowerment to be able to do this avoida of getting your b'chol levavcha, b'chol nafshecha, get your nefesh of Bahamas from the Oifanim and the Chayas HaKodesh? What's the ashpa from the Oifanim and the Chayas HaKodesh? That's the Eisev. Vinasati Eisev Besadcha, that's the grass that Hashem is giving you. Sadehu Chakal Tapuchin Kadishin. The field is this, what we're learning in the Mimer Shabbos afternoon. Field is Malchus, state, which is the Shirish of all, all creatures. And Hashem says, I'm going to put Eisev over there, which eventually translates as the Malachim Hashpa from the Malachim down into your Nefesh Bahamas. Kedei Liois Lebehemtecha, for you to fix your Behema, your animal soul. Va'achakach. And afterwards, you will be able to eat this, these grass, which means you will be able to eat the inspiration from the malachim. You will be satiated. Just says, which is comes, which is Hashem says, I eat the forest, and the, this is the Indian of the the uh, the, 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 the avoid of the malachim. Now this is all your law. But when it comes Rish Chodesh Elul, the Abishter is feeding us not grass. Who are Roya B'Sheshanim? The Abishter is giving us roses. Tleiser Alin the thirteen petals, the Sachrin L'Sheshana that are surrounding the rose. V'zehu and this idea when you see the parentheses of the Tzemach Tzedek V'zehu Karav L'Mashen as Bar B'Parshas Ekev. This is similar to the what it's explained in Parshas Ekev. A pasuk V'achalta V'savata. You will eat and you will be satiated. Uvarachta and you will bless. Be'inyan on that maimer the Alter Rebbe explains on the pasuk he loyel alechem levada yichya adam that a person does not live on bread itself. Ki almoitz pi Hashem yichya adam you're living on the word coming out of Hashem's mouth. So what is what is these two madregas? Lechem, that's the avoid of all year. That's that's the avoid of the rectification of the animal soul, which comes from the asev. Again, shuupchinas lechem in aretz that's lechem from the earth. That's also Asev. Same idea. You can't just survive on the Lechem, which is Lechem in Aretz, or on the Asev, on the grass. That's all year long, it's okay, but once a year, you need a really good diet. 
on what comes out of Hashem's mouth, man will live. What's that? That spreads from heaven. Which is drawn, which is the mon. The rose petals that we eat, that we get on, on Elul, is related to the mon. Taken from the dew, the crystal dew. That is in the deepest idea of which is the, the source of the 13 attributes of mercy. Similar to that, that's the difference between the Asab, similar to that idea. What is Moitzi Pi Hashem? Man doesn't only live alalechem, but Moitzi Pi Hashem. What's Moitzi Pi Hashem? The sound of the shofar. What's the connection? Baha'i Kol Shofar Tal Yakula. You're living on the sound of the shofar. That's why we know in Hasidus, we know that everything is dependent on the shofar. Your entire year and everything that's going to happen, your entire well being, it's all the shofar. Those few minutes are unbelievable. Baha'inu. And it's the secret that we Chabad Chassidim know. The Alter Rebbe, the power of the Shaif. It's all there. V'hainu, v'fi, sha'al yedea Shaifer, who is Galus Yudgit. So why does it say, loyal amechan levadai? Because what are we saying over here? Regular nutrition, regular uh, um, help to help you deal with your animal soul, you get all year long. But once a year, you need to repair your neshama. You need to get Yud Gilomidis Arachimim to fix the neshama, which is, the, which is a much higher food. It's the Yud Gilomidis Arachimim, nutrition to the soul. Well, that's the Shoifar. Shoifar evokes the 13 Midis Arachimim. Elul, you have it, but the Shoifar is the real, right? The Gama Yedeze, and that's why it's called Moitze Pi Hashem. The Gama Yedeze Nimshach Binyana Malchus. Why is it called Moitze Pi Hashem? Because Pi Hashem is Malchus. And what is Binyana Malchus? What does you build? What is Hashem? How do we construct Malchus through the thirteen attributes of mercy? That's why the Shofar is called Moitza Pi Hashem because it's, it creates the Pi Hashem Binyan Malchus happens through the Shofar. So it's saying you don't only live off the nutrition of all year; you live primarily off the Gilui of Yud Gilui the Sarachemim. That's in the Shofar. Because from Rishchodesh El until Yom Kippur. And our boyim yoyim, they're forty days. Ibiyoyim akipurim boy nitnu luchay sachroinus. Now, as you explain, why these forty days? Good, we know what happens in the forty days, but why? Because in Yom Kippur was given the second luchays. In other words, what are we saying now? We're saying that the reason you need this, you need the thirteen attributes of mercy, is because you have to get to the mimamakim umkid the chashucha, the depth of darkness, to rejump to. St- to create a new Yudkei Vavkei, to create a new Torah Mitzvah. Torah Mitzvah is all rooted in the Yudkei Vavkei. You need to now regenerate Torah Mitzvah from its original origins. It's a new Torah after Rosh Hashanah. You have to regenerate after Sarasimit. You have a new interest, a new light. Oh, where do we find, when did that happen? When did that happen ever that we got a new Torah? On Yom Kippur. Because Moshe Rabbeinu shattered the old Torah. We got it. We messed it up. The Abishta had no interest anymore in our Mitzvahs. Moshe went up. And he regenerated Mimamakim, he got very deep, and he brought down a new interest in Torah Mitzvahs. So just like Moshe Rabbeinu got the Luchas, which is the, which is the entire Torah again on Yom Kippur, we work that way every year, to regenerate a new Torah. 
Kim Rishchaydish Alad Yom Kippur and Arboim Yoyim. Over Yom Kippur and by Nitno Luchay Sachroinis, the second Luchays were given, which is called as Kalatariag Mitzvahs, which is the general has contains in it all the six thirteen Mitzvahs. Van Miloy and they come to fill Kalachas Roinis, everything that was Nechsar, everything that was lacking Vahapigamim. And all the pigamim and all the all the blemishes, bamshachas pnimiyim which we were supposed to draw down through Torah and mitzvahs, we're supposed to draw down the inner lights and the makifim lights and the encompassing lights. Mechadash from new, we regenerate everything. And that's why after Yerushani and Kippur, what do we have? Simchas Torah. Because Simchas Torah is because till now, all year long, we can't have Simcha Shal Mitzvah, the real Simcha of Mitzvah and the real. Because the mitzvahs are done sloppy, the mitzvahs are done, and, you know, full of pegamim, they're not... But now that we had Yom Kippur, we filled everything, the entire year, every, everything, what we've taken a year, we, we were able to fill it up in one day, or in 40 days. Get it all done, get it all replenished. So now you have all your Torah mitzvahs from last year filled, even the ones you missed. Filled with light, so now you can have simcha. Simcha shal that one day, it's, it's, the Altadab explains in that mimer, the mimer before, the one day Simcha's Torah is the Simcha for all the mitzvahs and all the Torah that you did all year long. Because now it's healthy. Now it's rejuvenated. However, there's another pirish. Sheshana means, Sheshana means roses, which is 13 attributes of mercy. But Sheshanam also comes from the word Sheshanim, those who study Torah, Halacha Shebetayra. Those who study Torah. So what is the shaykhs? How, how do you draw down the third, how do you access the 13 attributes of mercy? The Abish was giving in a sinas kayach. How do you capture it? Extra Torah study. Learning Torah during Elul. Why? Because what you really need to get over here is, what do we need to get? We need to regenerate the makifim, all the makifim, and then eventually the pnimiyim as well. Regenerate the entire Yud so here the Alter Rebbe says a very interesting, and how do we do that? Through the 13 attributes of mercy, which is umka dekula, it's the beginning of the kav, right over there, the very tippy top from where we're mamshach. So here the Alter Rebbe says, well, you know what? This is a, this is a chiddush, you, you, you can miss this totally when you learn the Mimer. Dafka lima da Torah, because Torah is this or pnimi, this beginning of the ak, beginning, beginning of Adam Kadmon, this Malchus Ta'ak, which said before is Um Kedekula, what happened after the, what happened after the Oren Seif was Mamala Kol Makam Acholo? The Oren Seif was everywhere. What did the Abish to do? He's Metzamtzim, Tzimtzum. He made an empty space, an empty black hole. Then he reintroduced a little tiny thread. And from that thread, it started to encircle. That little thread at the beginning, that's Panimi. That's a contracted light. Torah, when you learn Torah, you're touching upon that or Panimi. You say, hold it. Torah is much later. Torah is after all the makifim. After all the makifim, finally you come to Torah. The answer is the limit of Torah that he's talking about over here in the month of El is a much higher Torah that you're learning all year long. Torah all year long is the, is the pnimi light that comes after all the makifim. After the light descended, 
from the initial tzimtzum, and then it went into makifim, and makifim, then the oyers start going into kalim, into vessels, beginning with chachma. That's where you're learning Torah, that's when you're encountering the Torah. But the Torah in the month of Elul is a different Torah. You're learning the Torah, the Torah that you're learning now is related to the source from where all the makifim come from. The or the or hakav at its very quintessential beginning. And from there, that's why, how are you mamshech, the yud gimel midas harachim, the new makifim, it's through limud Torah. So a good thing to do in the, month, in the month of Elul, add a shear. Doesn't have to be a lot. Add one new shear, 10 minutes a day. Just for that purpose. To connect to the source from where all makifim come from, from the kav, as it's coming initially from the Orient, so that's called umka de kula. From there, so you can draw down Numa Kifim. That's what he says over here. From the Torah is drawn the Makif HaYosher. What did we say before? The initial Makif is called Makif HaYosher. HaKloli, Shemakif Bashva Achas. That's Makif everything. Why? And that's the idea of Simchas Torah. Is included in one day. Which is a day that incorporates all the simcha of the whole year. And this makif, and that's the simcha's Torah, where everybody's dancing with the Torah, everything. And dafka with the Torah, not with mitzvahs. Simcha's Torah. Is nimshach through the Torah? Hagam. That's his question. Hagam In other words, simcha's Torah is your mamshach, the makif akloli. He's now, it's very gewaldic. Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, you're being ma'ayr. Yom Kippur, your mam shech a new light. When is it nizgala? Sukkis pakesal yom chageni. Sukkis, everything that's pakesal yom Kippur becomes be his galas and sukkis. And sukkis pakhlal we know is makifim. Makifim the sukkah. But the ultimate makif is simchas Because that's when everybody's Dancing, all Bahashva, everybody's equal, and it's all in one big Bon Bahashva, and it's the Simcha from the Hamshacha of the Makif. We said before, Makif, Simcha is Makif. So it's a great big Makif, but, but why are we using the Torah for it? And the answer is from the Torah comes all the Makif. The initial Makif comes from the Ur, and he explains it over here. Hagam Shub Chenas Penimis, even though Torah is Penimis. Because this is the Indian of Godel Talmud, and he explains it over here. From the Ain Saif before the Tzimtzum, nothing can be drawn. Because it, if that would be drawn, it would, there wouldn't be any worlds. There can't be any. There has to be an interruption at Tzimtzum. The tiny little carve and a thread, Nimshach Acharat Simtsum is drawn after the Simtsum. Vaharehi Bibchenas Pnimius, because it's a very narrow carve. And that's the Torah, that's the Simcha of Torah, Simcha's Torah, and that's the Torah of El. Makifim can't become Pnimium, because the Makif is Makif. But from Pnimi can become Makif. For example, someone learns something and he understands it and gets it. It's panemium. And if he tries to teach it to others and the others have no clue what he's talking about, that which was by him panemi is makif, makif on the students. Shemakifim ef shali is panemium. Rak panemius elian nasa makif latachta. The panemius of the bomb. 
וכן מפנימיוס עליון שהוא עקם וחוט, נעשו כל המקיפים. And that's the Simchas Torah. Torah is the פנימיוס, the very quintessential, at the core, core, ratios עקם, from there all the מקיפים. But it looks like that's not לימוד התורה all year long. That's לימוד התורה in אלו. And that's Simchas Torah, where the, the Simcha is the מקיף coming from the Torah. I didn't look these things up. Everybody should have a really, really successful and special month of Elul. Amen.